Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle and we are reviewing season 14 of Married at First Sight. This is episode 10, Mighty Mighty Boston Bonds. This episode, the couples are meeting with Dr. Viviana and just talking about their relationship, how they're doing, their intimacy, their trust issues, if there are any, and just how they can strengthen their relationships. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about each couple and what has happened in this episode. I will say just kind of watching this, the episodes are two hours long. It really felt like the first hour was the actual show. <laughs> and the second hour really felt like filler. It's just, but that's just an aside. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know why this show sometimes is as long as it is. Especially if nothing really like dramatic or like meat meaty is going on but I definitely forwarded through some of the episodes because I'm like um this is boring but it is what it is it ain't what it ain't and this is the recap of the episode for this week so let's start off with Mark and Lindsay so Mark and Lindsay, they sit down with Dr. Viviana and Dr. Viviana, she says to them, you know, we knew that there was going to be some fireworks between the two of you. And when she says we, she means her and the experts. But she said that just kind of watching what's going on between the two of them I guess the experts they get like the video footage before they meet with everyone she said you know she did not realize that it was going to be so volatile between them she did not realize that they were going to be arguing so much they were going to be fighting below the belt and she really just wanted to know like what's going on what's causing the arguments how's the intimacy and Lindsay, you know, she don't, she don't hold back. She's like, listen, it was good at first and we're not communicating. We're not being intimate, et cetera, et cetera. And so Dr. Viviana, she's like, okay, well, let's get to the bottom of what's going on. And just in talking to both of them, I think that they both needed to hear that they are in it. They both want the relationship or the marriage to work. And so they both agree that they want to see the marriage work. They both want to put in that effort, etc., etc. So it seemed like ultimately at the end of the conversation with Dr. Viviana that they were agreeing to work on the marriage and not have so much conflict and so much volatile conversations that they would you know a disagreement is a disagreement but you don't have to hit below the belt and they all the couples had like these um I don't know what you call them like these like uh working like 
games, I guess, like to build the intimacy with each other. And they also like the men again went off with the men and the women went off with the women. And one of the things that Lindsay pointed out is that she is used to men like wooing her and she is not getting that from Mark. And so she told Mark, she, she's like, I need you to woo me. I need you to put in that effort. And he, in like the direct to camera interview, she's, he's like, you know, I'm going to woo her, but you know, she, it's going to take time. And it's like, bruh, it's like, what, how much time you need? Like, what does that mean? Like you have to put effort into any relationship. But you also have to let your partner know that you're in it to win it, that you find them attractive, that you want them like that. You you don't get to put like schedule like, oh, OK, on April 14th, I'm going to woo my wife like that. No, like you you have to this this is an accelerated process you have to put that effort in you got to judge this up bruh if you don't start wooing her she gonna be out the door i didn't understand that like uh mark needs to get it together in that aspect because one thing I will say about Lindsay and she, you know, she'd be all over the place, but she does, she is communicating her needs and her wants. And so if he doesn't step up to the plate, he don't, he, he ain't going to make it. If he, if he isn't meeting her, she needs to dial it back, but he also needs to step up to the plate. That's kind of my takeaway. I will say, um, in this episode in regards to Lindsay and Mark. But it did seem like they ended off on more of a better place and more of a better space, which is good. Stephen Noy, who, as I mentioned, they have been one of my top couples. They meet with Dr. Viviana and they share, you know, that they've been at a pretty good place. And they bring up the fact that they hit that rough patch where Noi disappeared for 24 hours because she was upset and she left and she admitted that that was wrong and that the reason why she kind of shuts down is because in previous relationships when she's been upset she has been uh she has lashed out and have been pretty destructive so kind of a learned behavior for her is just to shut down so that she doesn't lash out and then she gets really emotional she says you know I realized when I left and I got upset and I didn't talk to Steve for 24 hours that really hurt him and that I don't want to continue that behavior but also I needed to be understood that I can't just change in a day that I need time to be able to work on communicating effectively when there is a disagreement, when I am upset. So Steve is like, listen, I need you to communicate with me. You getting upset and shutting down is not going to be sustainable in our marriage. I, you know, I need you to tell me what's going on. And Dr. Viviana was like, listen, you want wouldn't you want him to communicate to you when there's an issue immediately? And Noi's like, yeah, you know, so that's what he's wanting from you. And she understands that. So hopefully she can work on that. You know, I totally understand, you know, wanting to kind of work through my own stuff before I address it. But I also know that's not realistic when you're in a relationship. You got to, you know, communicate. 
so I'm, I'm glad that she finally has grasped that she was tripping <laughs> for sure. One of the things that's not being grasped is Steve and his non-working self. <laughs> I'm sorry. Noi has said, you know, I am concerned he's not working. I'm not used to this. I have concern about our future and he was like you know if I wasn't working I wouldn't be able to clean I wouldn't be able to cook and noise like nah you can do that and still work like I do <laughs> like Steve wants to be a house husband that ain't what noise signed up for like that's a conversation that you have like when you're in the relationship and both parties agree you don't come in with Nah, I'm just going to like rely on my savings and just like not work and be good. You know, he just I don't understand why he doesn't grasp. And we don't know like what his savings is. But at the end of the day, no matter how much you could be a gajillionaire. But at the end of the day, like some people still want like money is unless you are like a trust fund like you know bezos type of situation working and building that foundation like he he hasn't said and he doesn't have to say but he he just chilling no, you when you chill when it's just you you have a wife, y'all talking about kids, you know her history. You you can't be on chill mode. And I don't I don't know why he isn't able to grasp unless you sitting on millions on top of millions. That's not gonna work. So honestly, like and one of the things, and if you know any if you have like read like one article, one of the things that lead to divorce is finances that is one of the major causes of divorce and so he really needs to understand and they really need to have these crucial conversations because Steve is just out in la la land you can't when you when it's just you you have to take care of okay be in la la land but when you're bringing in other people and potentially little human beings, you have to have a foundation, a, you know, it's not like, oh, if I really need money, I can go get it. But she hasn't seen you go get it. That's the thing. She don't know what your financial ability is because she has not seen it. She don't know what's in your bank account, but even what, no, who cares what's currently in your bank account? She doesn't know what your earning ability is. Because she hasn't seen it. Like, and she was like, I can clean, I can cook too. She wants to know, like, can you pay these bills though, bruh? <laughs> if the you know what hits the fan, she don't just want to rely on her salary she didn't agree to a house husband that ain't what she signed up for <sighs> i don't know what else happened with steven noy because honestly that i'm i'm still stuck on that I'm, I'm sure that they've been they've been relating and i'm still stuck on on that <laughs> with them 
Come on, Steve, and get it together. Build that foundation with your wife. Woo child, Jasmina and Michael, my other second fave. So, or there's no order, but they meet with Dr. Viviana and, you know, they have communication issues. And basically that whole comment that Jasmina says that, you know, she's not, you know, she's dry in a set, that she's dry in the Sahara. Basically what that meant is when she's not emotionally and immensely connected to someone that she the arousal for her significant other isn't there and so you know they both say that they're not connected the communication issues are really significant and they both feel like Michael feels like he can't really express himself fully because he's concerned that she that Jasmina will find it aggressive or whatever or will not like the tone and Jasmina is like but I want you to communicate you can't worry about this you can't worry about that and as they're trying to convey like their side to Dr. Viviana Jasmina just keeps not keeps but a few times she cuts Michael off and it just basically in real time to Dr. Viviana it shows their communication issues but they both identify that they want to become closer they want to increase their intimacy or develop intimacy with each other which is positive you know they haven't given up on the marriage so Dr. Viviana recommends to Michael why don't you journal what you want to say to Jasmina and then share it with her so that you are able to flesh your thoughts out so he's like okay immediately after they discuss and Michael's like hey you know why don't we both journal and you know that way we both can get our thoughts out we're both like taking the suggestion of the experts and jasmina is like i don't need to journal i get my thoughts out you need that and she just gets so defensive and this is what i said in my previous post about the last episode is that she puts so much ownership of their issues onto michael and she has stuff to work on and it shows all the time they both don't communicate effectively she's so defensive she's so aggressive in things it's not just Michael it's the both of them and he you know he tries to be whatever like agreeable or compromising and she could just like nah son and she gets frustrated she leaves out and you know etc etc so ultimately they end up doing an intimacy yoga type of questioning and he says to her like I would I want to be able to trust you and become closer to you but you become so defensive it's hard for me to trust you and I think that was the first time that she realized like whoa I need to like stop being so ridiculous and aggressive and own up to some of my stuff because he's saying that he doesn't trust me and it really allowed them to connect again and it it allowed her to and she was able to verbalize to him 
you know, our issues are not just because of you. You have stuff to work on and I have stuff to work on. And so it really was a nice kind of peaceful moment between the two of them that they both were able to come to a common ground and not have such a volatile confrontation. And so hopefully their communication can start to improve where they're both able to get their points across and listen. And maybe hopefully this is an upswing for the both of them. Last but not least, we have Olajuwon and Katina. Thank you. Finally, an expert is intervening. And Dr. Viviana goes in and she's like, what are these archaic ideals of a wife in a marriage that you have to cook clean? The wife has to cook clean, whatever, whatever. And he was just so adamant, like, this is what I need. This is what I need. This is what I need. And she's lazy. She's this. She's that. She doesn't do this. And Dr. Viviana is like, Katina, like, what do you think about this? And she says, like, him saying these things, it's like he's beating up on me verbally. He's pointing out my insecurities. His tone really upsets me. And, you know, Dr. Viviana is like, this is not how you show concern for your wife, care for your wife. Like, this is not how you create intimacy. This is not how you build a loving relationship. Like, this is fleeting needs. This is not what a marriage is built on. And she's like, I don't even know how to help you because this is not like true needs of a marriage. This is just silly ideals. And then, you know, Olajuwon, he starts tearing up and he's like, you know, I, this is what I need. But then also like, she doesn't open up to me. She doesn't talk to me. So I never know how she feels. And then, you know, Katina's like, well, I'm going to talk to you more. I'm going to open up more. Here's the thing. If you were constantly degrading me and pointing out my faults and being negative and being really like chauvinistic and borderline like verbally abusive I'm not gonna be lovey-dovey and opening up to you I'm gonna like keep you at a distance because you're not being caring to me you're not being loving to me you're being really horrible to me so I totally understand why Katina and also her history of being in a verbally abusive relationship let's not put that to the side so I'm not going to be doing all these things and opening up and being vulnerable to you and you're treating me piss poorly Olajuwon has a lot to learn about. He has a lot of maturing to do. He has a lot of growing to do. He has to understand really how to treat and love a woman. And how to communicate effectively. And so... He says he's putting all this effort. I don't see it. Where is it at, bruh? Because you, you mopped the floor. 
you you clean the counter, but yet you're being verbally demeaning to your wife. I, I need I need I, I Dr. Viviana did well, but I need Pastor Cal would really get hopefully, and I even think Dr. Pepper maybe. I think it need they all need to just I I don't even know. It's not good. I, I I don't think Katina and Elijah are gonna make it, but no. Mm 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 mm. That Katina literally crying and saying that he makes her feel bad as a person and he is beating up on her verbally. Like you don't get too many more red flags than that. So that's that. That was the episode, you know. And you know, the scary thing is, you know, I will say when Dr. Viviana was like, where do you get these ideals of marriage? He is not, it's him. It's his brain. There's, he can't identify any like, oh, this is what I saw from my uncle or my father, you know. So that's the scary part. There hasn't been any, any like message that was given to him that's also probably why it's so wrong too it's these messed up ideals that he created in his brain so i don't know that i don't like it and you know i it seems like she's like there's gonna be trouble in the waters probably because you ain't been treating her right bruh so you know that was this episode of married at first sight you know um we will see this up this season's really interesting they they a lot of them are working through some some pretty difficult challenges at this stage of the game i think steve and noy may probably make it jasmina and michael they they may make it i don't know elijah want to continue ain't making it um, Lindsay and Steve, they, they may make it, they could make it, but for the long run, I don't know if they will, they probably won't make it for the long haul. They, if they made it past, if they make it past the show, they won't make it too long after the show, I would think. Cause they just, that energy just butts heads so much, you know? So, but we will see, you know, it's still early in the game. They haven't even been... They're coming up on their month of being married. So we will see how it goes. And that is this week's recap of Mary at First Sight. And normally I do a song of the week on my main podcast episodes that release Thursdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but I forgot to do it during the vocal portion of my podcast, but I did write it in the notes of that episode, so I will do it again on this bonus episode. So basically, the song of the week is just, it could be of different things. It could be just a song that I have in heavy rotation. It could be a song that I can't get it out of my head. It could be... A song that I'm just like loving that day it could be a song that 
is reminiscent of whatever topic I'm talking about on the podcast that kind of goes along with the theme of the podcast. So this song of this podcast episode is going to be Time After Time by Cassandra Wilson. So it is from the Brown Sugar soundtrack. And I love that rendition of Time After Time. It was originally done, I believe, by Cindy Lauper. And that is the song of the podcast episode. Thank you for listening. If you have a moment, please listen to my previous content, my last episode that I posted on Thursday. Get out of grown folk business. Take a listen to that and my other previous recaps and bonus episodes and content. You can reach me and listen to me on a lot of different platforms. Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, among other platforms. iHeartRadio, I'm also on there. Thank you for listening. If you have a moment, also send me a little note, write me a review, ask me some questions, give me some content ideas, whatever your heart desires. But if nothing else, please take care of yourself, take care of others if you are able to. And until next episode, this is your girl Rochelle. Talk to you soon.